The change we seek, the change we need, the change that is necessary won't come because of one event, one action, or one solution. The change that is needed now will only come about if we move towards it from every different angle open to us. The change that is needed now will only come if we take every opportunity to make it a reality. The change that is needed now will only come if we are able to hold the vision for the future that we know is possible while living in the gap between what is and what could be. Eclipses are times that signal a shift, a change, and an opening, and a closing, an arrival, and a departure. They are times where what was hidden tends to come to light. And this eclipse in particular is more of a wild card in that department than usual. Eclipses are akin to a power outage because our celestial sources of power, the light of the sun and the moon, one of them goes out. One of them flickers, changes, or gets obscured. This week features a total lunar eclipse on November 8th. It is sitting with the planet of disruption and change and loud chaos, Uranus. And it is square Saturn planet of tradition and confines and consequences. And it's also happening at a moment where the sun and Mercury are coming together. Mercury is the great communicator, translator, microphone, and we call this union a Mercury Kazemi. It is a really special moment in Mercury's cycle, a moment that brings about great insight. The fact that it's happening during an eclipse is all the more special or significant. This eclipse appears to be bringing through a message that disturbs the status quo and gives us access to what was secret until now. Hello and welcome. This is the Astrology of the Week Ahead podcast, and I'm your host, Chani Nicholas. In this podcast, we look at the astrology of the upcoming week and how it will be landing for all of us collectively. For a more personalized reading that dives into the ways that this week's astrology will play out for you, download the Chani app for iPhone. This week's big news is all circling around the same topics. Everything that's happening is connected. So that makes it easy for me to describe, which is good news for me. And again, eclipse season tends to reveal what has been kept secret or in the shadows. And there's this extra element of secrecy with this eclipse because of the fact that it's happening while the sun and Venus and Mercury are in Scorpio. Scorpio's thing is secrets. Secrets aren't bad. They aren't good. They are neutral. Depends on how we work with them. Sometimes it's important to keep things a secret. Sometimes it's really detrimental to. So I don't actually have any judgment about this. I just think one of the big themes is a revealing of a secret or a revealing of a truth because Mercury and the sun make this very important conjunction. They come together at the same point in the sky. 
so that we can't see Mercury. Mercury is said to be moving into the heart of the sun. And that's where Mercury gains special access to a source of energy and power. What does that mean for us? Well, Mercury is that planet that transmits information. Mercury is the one that helps to deliver the information in a way that we can understand it. And so if it's in Scorpio, it's talking about power and secrets and emotional depth and things that are quite intense and powerful. And if it's making a conjunction with the sun at the moment of an eclipse, it feels especially revealing. It feels like it's getting into a secret chamber that it wouldn't normally have access to and granting us information that is not normally open. Like it's a vault that kind of gets open, feels like anyways. And again, it's happening at the same time as this eclipse. So it's a full moon lunar eclipse. It is a total lunar eclipse. So that feels extra powerful. It's potent. Visually speaking, you know, astrology is a, in part, very visual language. It's all about how things appear in the sky. And so when the moon gets totally blotted out, there's something that's felt on a very visceral level. The moon in astrology, in traditional astrology, has everything to do with the body and the physical realm. And when our bodies get eclipsed or when the planet that the luminary that's in charge of representing our body gets eclipsed, we feel it as humans. This eclipse reminds us that we are these animal human beings with bodies tethered to the earth and we need that connection. So it's a lot about our physical well-being. So it's a big clue and cue to take care of ourselves on an individual level. And on a collective level, this eclipse is also really wild because it's, again, sitting next to Uranus, the planet of upheaval and change and disturbing the peace, disturbing the status quo. Radicalism, again, for better, for worse, for all the things. It's a planet, so it doesn't have judgment. It's neutral. It's how we use that energy. And the awakening capacity of Uranus is quite exaggerated in this formation. So again, secrets, revealing something, something coming to light that was normally hidden, and an awakening quality with this Mercury Kazemi giving us access to info or insights that seem quite loud and in our face. And then all of this is squared by Saturn. And Saturn's like, look, this is the limit. This is the boundary. This is the confine. This is the reality that we're in right now. We cannot pass go until we do this work. And for those of you that, you know, follow kind of bigger trends in astrology, this is picking up on the Uranus-Saturn square that is not exact right now, but very close to it. And it is astrology that is about the structural innovations we need to make in order to live life on this planet. And it is about the limits of being in such an incredibly archaic system that only extracts from the earth and never lets it replenish, that does not promote relationship with the earth, but a dominance over it. 
and we get to see how all the ways in which our systems are completely outdated and not going to carry us any further if we stay in them. So there's also this piece about energy and resources and the earth itself shaking us awake. A lot of the storylines that we've seen over the past year with Uranus and Taurus are things like food shortages and disruptions to the food industry and to nourishment and to sustenance. Things like the baby formula shortage that we experienced are experiencing. And so there could be that too. It's like, what are we doing here where we don't center the nourishment and the replenishment of every living organism on the earth? We cannot keep going if we don't center the relationship that we need to have with the planet, with this living being that we are on. And the more we individually and collectively embrace the limitations that we are now in, the more creative we will be, the more creative we'll be forced to be, but the more creative we'll have to be in terms of problem solving. Limits are such a beautiful container to work within. It's just that capitalism and all the other ways in which we've been learned to extract from people and the earth and everything around us teach us that there should be limitlessness. But Saturn square this eclipse in a really hefty way is like, absolutely not. Boundaries are your freedom. That is the Saturn-Uranus intersection of this. The right boundaries give you maximum freedom. The right commitment gives you exponential room to grow because we need to know what we're working within, how to work within it, and then to collectively move towards solution. So as we do that in our personal life, I hope we then think about how to do that in our external life, in our collective visionings, in our collective strategy sessions, in our friend groups, in our workplaces, setting boundaries and adhering to the limits we need to work within will help us feel abundance. I know that sounds antithetical, but it's really not. It's like, okay, this is all the strawberries we have. What can we do with them? How can we share them? Like, this is a way to actually enjoy what we have right here and right now. And that is one of the big lessons of a Taurus eclipse. There is so much abundance here and now. There is so much earth to connect to, to preserve, to protect, to honor. How do we honor the earth in our bodies? How do we honor the land that we're on? How do we honor everything that goes into gathering food and bringing it to ourselves? How do we enjoy what we have, those simple, beautiful pleasures? How do we be with them so that they are maximized, so that this thing that we're doing is all we need to do? Just being absolutely present to what is right in front of us and what is with us. That is a radical awakening. Again, especially in capitalism that teaches us to have an ever bigger, 
hunger and desire for more. Speaking of which, this eclipse is a North Node eclipse. So there is that feeling of insatiability. So the way I try to work with the North Node in my own chart, it's a good time to read up on your North Node in the Chani app. Wherever the North Node is for you will teach you about your insatiability and how it can help you to achieve a lot, but how it can also make you feel like you're always lacking. It is a double-edged sword. And the antidote to it is to focus on what we do have and the depth of relationship we can conjure with this moment. And because the North Node is in Taurus right now, and because this eclipse is occurring, it's a total lunar eclipse, it is about savoring, witnessing, being with the sustenance that is in your life at this moment, in your relationships, in your home, in yourself, in your body, in your world, in your work, in your rest, all of that. It's like witnessing what is, what is, what is, what is, and keep reminding yourself to bring your awareness back to all of the wonderful things that are occurring here and now so you can interrupt that need for more because that need for more is a bottomless pit and it is a deep yearning for connection and when we allow ourselves that when we focus on connecting with ourselves and that takes a while and that takes many different things and practices but when we focus there the need for more externally tends to decrease and that's a great thing to think about in this moment we don't need more of anything we have produced and created enough of everything we could literally just work with what we've got recycle everything figure out all the many ways in which we could Like, how can we use that kind of framing in our lives, in our relationships, in our work? Like, why are we striving for more in this place? Is it for more or is it for solution? Is it for greater creativity? What are we trying to get more of and why? More rest, more connection, more pleasure, more depth. That's what I want more of. I want more community. I want more time. I want more of those moments that just feel like heaven because I'm with the people that I love. We're laughing. We're sharing food. We're sharing sunlight or moonlight or just each other's company. So I wish that and then some for all of us. Those moments of fully being present with the gracious gifts that our life is bestowing upon us. As always, we recommend to turn it down a notch when eclipses occur. So take good care of yourselves and each other. Remember, we are in eclipse season. This is the last eclipse of it, but they tend to reverberate for a while. So if people feel a little wired or a little unable to hold themselves in their experience right now, try to be the one who can bring some patience to the equation. I just want to say that the eclipse happens at 3.02 a.m. Pacific time. So that means that for the world over at some point 
on November 8th, it is going to occur for you. I personally do not go look at eclipses. You might think that that is superstitious. You can do whatever you want. In traditional astrology, eclipses aren't quote unquote good things. They're shadowy things. I tend to think of them as their own business. Like I don't need to go be in the eclipses business. I can be in my own business. They can happen. I know they're happening for some of us will be in dream time anyways. So definitely listen to your dreams the night of the 7th slash the morning of the 8th. And maybe even the night of the 8th really this week is some important dream stuff coming up. If you notice extra kind of themes about your own shadow stuff, then that's definitely the eclipse working with you. So write them down bring them to your elders or your wisest friends or your therapists or all of the above. Thank you all so much for leaving reviews in the app store. We deeply appreciate it. Wanted to share one from Puff Alafagus titled, Thank You. Incredible and helpful. So grateful to have access to Chani's work and wisdom in such a personalized way. A lighthouse for lost ships. All right. Sending you lots of eclipse rest and protection and a lot of love now and always. Bye for now. <laughs>